I have not seen the Oscar nominations. Uh, I, I, I am not an Oscar nomination kind of guy. <laughs> I've gotten away from that garbage, too. Like, I didn't even know the Academy Awards were on last year until Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Uh, I was like, uh, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I found out around the same time. Yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't know that was going on. Cool. They're garbage. Who cares? It's stupid. The whole idea is stupid anyways. Best movie. Under what criteria? Like, they're not the same. Best actor. For what? They're not playing the same role. It's always been stupid. We, we all got tricked into believing that these were important. They're not. It's just a bunch of people self, like, just self-congratulating each other for how awesome they are. When they're not even the best actors in the, on the, in the entertainment industry. So. Okay. Yeah. So Elise looked at me. And I'm being dead serious. Take, uh, we'll just take Helen Mirren. She's done nothing wrong. No, 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 I'm sorry. We'll take Kate Blanchett, who's in some movie named Tar, where the lady is a violinist or cellist or something, and something goes wrong. Oh, boo-hoo. You know, real relatable, right? So they're going to say she gets, I think she got nominated for Best Actress, whatever else, right? No. okay. So Dave Bautista is in, uh, oh. was it Glass Onion or something? Yeah, I think I, think, I, I believe you've it. seen that. Uh, I have not. It's okay. The first Knives Out was better, but uh, oh, yeah. Is it online yet? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, yeah. Netflix. We so, it, it, it it's on the list to be watched sooner rather than later. Yeah, it's good. It's just there's a really long sequence of a flashback, and you're like, is this ever gonna end? <laughs> so. <laughs> They're two completely different mysteries. Oh. Like, the, the movies aren't even set up the same. So it's kind of dumb to say the first one was better. They're two completely different movies. But anyways, so Batista's in that. Batista right. is a better actor than Kate Blanchett. My reasoning, he's a wrestler. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think... Uh... <laughs> Dave uh, gets a little smarky about it in uh, some ways. Okay, I, I used the wrong person. I'm sorry. John Cena is a better actor than she is. Oh. Well, I was just going to say Orton how Dave... is a better actor than she is. Do you know why? <laughs> Kate Blanchett can't go through a table. Get up. Remember where she's supposed to be, what she's doing... What hold she's supposed to do? What, what's the next movement of her scene? If she goes through a table, she's dead. She has no idea what her line is. They'd yell cut. Everyone run over to her. I'd say Vin Diesel's the same way. Not even, I mean, I'm not even picking on Kate Blanchard. I just use her as an example. There isn't one actor in Hollywood that's a better actor than any wrestler on this planet. And that includes the great colleague. I mean, no one has dance moves right, like the great Kali. Yeah, I mean, I love Patrick Swayze, but, you know. Yeah, doesn't have the Kali dance series. moves. I know, like, the Oscars are not television, but the whole idea came to me. I was watching Monday, and then I saw the Academy Award nominations. And everyone's congratulating Brendan Fraser on putting on a fat suit and then crying for a whole movie. <laughs> well, I can do that if I drink too much. And I have a permanent fat suit, so... Am I acting? Like, no, this is dumb. But 
you've got I'm trying to think of like something that went haywire they still worked through it but you got the dog collar match with the Briscoes and FTR they're busting each other open they're getting tossed off the ring no. through tables you PCO is a better actor than any of these people he has to play that he's like a Frankenstein's monster and take all these bumps and remember how to do everything and remember alright I'm supposed to win this we have this much time left we have all this to go not one break, not one retake, not one cut, nothing. You have that one chance, one opportunity, that's it. Where if you're doing Thor and Chris Hemsworth laughs during a scene, cut, 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 and they redo it. Wrestlers get one shot to do it correctly. <laughs> Actors get as many as they need. Or they force them to do even more. Uh, yeah, I mean, there there are some directors that do not uh, give choices in that department. Well, shit, when we, I did Townies, Wayne had me walk down the fucking alley 30 times. I'm like, is this necessary? <laughs> like, you ain't Kubrick, so... <laughs> well, I, I don't even think his number of takes was necessary sometimes. No, no, they weren't. God... <laughs> Poor Shelley Duvall. Was it Shelley Duvall? That was in The Shining? Uh, yes. He made her do, like, the one scene 50 times. Oh. And that's why, like, at the end, when she's crying and angry, that was real. Uh, it was like, that's not acting either. Like, he just tortured her. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is just like, uh, I brought the best out in her, and it's just like, uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm, I, there, you cannot convince me. And that's even like the worst wrestler that's doing a promo on the planet. There's no way you can convince me anymore that any of these schmucks are better. Unless they were a wrestler. And I'd be like, no, no, Dave Batista, that's fine. The Rock, yep, yep, I'll give him that. Yeah. Miro in that goofy Dolph Ziggler movie. <laughs> what? I can't, you remember that? The- it was, it was, uh, or was it, was it the Marine or one, one of those WWE movies? Miro's in there, and I think, if I remember right, he pulls a gun on Dolph Ziggler or something? Oh. That thing? Oh, okay, yeah, I mean, I definitely tapped out of that franchise after the second one? I don't think I've seen anything but the first and that first one is so absurdly bad, it's so fun to watch. Like, that whole monologue by the guy in the, uh, um, the bar. Yeah. He just starts going on how he was, like, molested or something at a, at a uh, summer camp, if I remember right. It has nothing to do with the movie. It doesn't add anything. And it, even Robert Patrick at the end of the scene goes, well, okay. <laughs> and then they move on. It, it's so bizarre and unnecessary. Like, were they just feeling, like, was this guy like, this guy's big time? This is my big scene. So. But I'm not joking either. So. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis, cool. You're, you're my left foot. You had to pretend that you couldn't move. Well, a wrestler gets a body slam. You ever, you ever taken one of those? It sucks. And they got to get right back up? Yeah, I'm not hearing this bullshit. No. Nope. 
I don't want to hear about method acting. I guess method acting be what MJF does, so he's really good at it. No. Again, MJF better than anyone who got nominated for an award. Guarantee you. Uh, yeah, he's cut some really good promos this year. I do have to make a little asterisk on this. Um, Tom Cruise is definitely not in this conversation because he's awesome. So. <laughs> Tom the Cruise. Guy hangs from, the guy hangs from a plane in real life. He like, is a crazy person, and yeah, uh, so. I uh, I admire him for that. I could see him taking a bump through a table and getting back up and remembering his stuff, though. One hundred percent. Yes. I'm trying to think who else? Not. I didn't actually think of this. Like who else? Well, I. <laughs> I did always have to take a laugh when Ron Perlman, Perlman was like, why did I get into this action stuff at the age of 60? <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think he might been, he might have been a fit for it back in his younger days. I don't, I don't know about now, <laughs> but I feel like he, uh, he would have been a prime candidate in the, in the younger era. Yeah. Yeah. And why aren't wrestlers nominated for like Emmy awards? Because you can't have it both ways. Because it's always been... I mean, I guess now it's kind of mainstream-y. I mean, look at this... To get into wrestling, I guess. This Bloodline stuff is compelling TV. Oh. I mean, that that stuff Monday, I was like... When Jay stopped Solo, I was like, oh! Like, (laughs) What? I thought Roman was just going to call him off. Uh oh. So right, it, I was so because you know when you're watching a match and all of a sudden the camera shifts like to the left side of the ring only. Oh, you're like, oh, someone's coming in. They don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. There's definitely a tell. Yeah, I was so taken with, I was like, I was so taken with what was going on. It didn't even occur to me. Uh-oh. Like the crowd didn't react or nothing until Jay stopped him. It was like, whoa. So. Yeah, well, and it wasn't a giveaway just because you kind of have to go wide when he does the whole thumb uh, spike thing, and he was, and I think he was kind of holding him at a little bit of a distance to start with. So he did kind of, you know, just the. Sh- and they were really close up on that shot. So yeah. it, it didn't feel... Because when they do that unnatural shot, they're usually a little further, you know, outside of the ring. Because yeah. they were, like, right in the ring for that shot, it didn't seem as suspicious as the normal uh, framing yeah, that's fair. Yeah. goes. Yeah, but no, like, I... I mean, I guess we can talk about NXT and AEW, but, like, the Rumble's up Saturday. And that's, like, the main, that's the most important thing. Like, tomorrow's for SmackDown. Who cares? Like, it's, there's really nothing leading into the Rumble, I don't think. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, that, maybe we'll finally get something actually pushing the Rumble itself. Because uh, yeah, Chris and I talked about it. it was it's been pretty weird where Cody Rhodes is really the only person that they featured for the men's or women's Royal yeah. Rumble. It's just been well, I declare, which is like, 
Well, no. Thing. There, there are only... Because what was it? There's like only like a dozen declared for the men's and seven declared for the women's. Well, at, at least as of recording on Tuesday. That's what the numbers were at. Oh. Well, they don't I, usually tell you anymore who's in it, though, right? Uh, no, they've had a full you know, graphic of faces in years past here recently. Hmm. So well, it's, that'll be tomorrow then, yeah. Uh, you know, it's been, it's kind of strange. It's just like, oh, yeah. You know, they always leave wiggle room for, you know, the surprise entrance. So, so they never, they don't uh, reveal all of them, but because it was, at least on the women's side, it was just like, Becky Lynch, despite the fact that she does not have a match at the Royal Rumble, has not officially declared for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, declaring is always such a weird thing anyways. Because, like, you'll have Dana Brooke, who you haven't seen in months, go, I'm declaring for the Women's Rumble. Like, oh. why? That's like Brian Cage being Brian Danielson and being the number one contender. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. 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 We 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 can get to that one a little bit later, but <laughs> well, he lost, so it doesn't matter. It's just the absurd. It was the absurdity of the comment that got me. Like, uh, when's oh. the last time he had a singles match? Um, <laughs> Willie Mac. Like, like yeah, he he's gotten a little more TV time as of uh, as of late. It hasn't been a great amount, and I feel like a lot of it has been on Rampage. Mm-hmm. He's part of the ROH Six Man Champions. Well, cool. Who, <laughs> who are the other two? Dude, uh, dude, too. Um. Oh, isn't it the actual tag team in? Uh, in Prince Nana's group, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Oh, the Embassy. Good God. I cannot remember. Yeah, I don't remember their names, though. So. <laughs> Neither do I. Because, I mean, well, yeah, that, that that's a whole different thing, but already related in the uh, tangential way of a Kevin and Jeremy show. Um, <laughs> the ROH stuff has really been de-featured uh, on AEW TV recently. Uh, but hey, uh, at least Warner Brothers Discovery uh, at least came to the conclusion eventually that uh, they could indeed feature uh, something about Jay Briscoe on their airwaves. Can we please talk about that real quick? I like yeah. This decision that Tony Khan apparently fought and fought and fought for it. It wasn't like he went to him and was like, guys, what are we doing here? If the man died, he's part of my organization. He's an influential member of this company, the Ring of Honor company, whatever. He's an influential you know, like, member of the wrestling community. Like, I mean, right. I, yeah. it, he's been part of one of the largest tag teams of the last 20 years. And that still wasn't enough. Yeah. And it's like, what do you have to do for somebody who changed their life and, you know, make contrition, whatever else, (laughs) 
when and I didn't even think of this. It was not my thought. You've got that dummy slap fight thing on after it. Oh my god! Promoted by a guy who slapped his wife in public. Wait a goddamn minute! Oh, and by the way, that was on what New Year's Eve this past year. Yep, coming into this year. <laughs> yep. So yeah, <laughs> but that's okay. But a guy who did something nine. Whatever, whatever, however long it was. It was the early teens. I think it was yeah. 2013. Okay. Just like, Who good. actually showed, like, real change? Where Dana White's like, yeah, it's terrible. And sometimes, you know, my wife and I, we argue. And I'm like, dude, try, stop talking. Just say, just stop talking. <laughs> and he gets away with it. There's nothing with ESPN saying, well, nope. <laughs> We're cutting back on UFC stuff. Dana White, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Nothing. Uh, yep. And then apparently J.K. Rowling is a bad person now. I don't, I don't know anything about this. Uh, but people are bringing her name into this too. Uh, yeah. I well, I I believe the story with that one was kind of anti-LGBTQ plus in uh, in some manner. I I believe that that's what it is. Like. Yeah, I, but there are times, and I, and I don't, I haven't followed that one enough to know one way or the other. It's just like, I don't know, has she not backed down from the stance like in any way, shape, or form? Uh, it's just like, okay, like I mean, she's not going to change her opinion then, like guys, like yeah, people have different opinions. I, yeah, never mind. I don't, I don't know what she's even talking about. So you know, if she's like burn all the queers or something, like all right, yeah, you know. That's a little much. You well, really shouldn't be saying that stuff. So I can see why you'd be upset. But then it can't. Even if it was, it, um, uh, they're still uh, promoting like all of her stuff, which, by definition of people getting, you know, it, yeah, I, 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 I saw more than enough people at uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter uh, down in Orlando this yeah. past year. And, and that's the thing. Like, it's also. It's an online thing. Oh. People who don't get on Twitter or get into these message board groups, whatever else, they don't even know this stuff is going on. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's why, like, Warner Discovery's stance on this is idiotic. Yeah. It's it, just idiotic. It, 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 it's really a subsection of people not uh not the fan base as a whole yeah and i I guarantee you that the person's not like these people aren't wrestling fans but they like the money that wrestling's bringing in for their network Uh, oh so that's why they're like whatever (laughs) so yep that's uh that that's the way that goes uh all the time yeah so I was happy they had that. Did you happen to watch any of the uh, oh. the Jay Briscoe tribute show? It's finally up. Uh, no, I have not gotten a chance to uh, watch. Three that. hours long, and so far it's good. And I will tell you this: like they're getting raw interviews with people, and to see Samoa Joe breaking down and crying. 
was almost like life changing. Oh, because you always see him as in character as a super confident guy, and even in like other appearances, like public appearance, online persona, all that, a super confident guy. Right. Super strong, and I'm not saying like crying's weak, but to show that moment of vulnerability like that was like. Oh boy! <laughs> okay, that was a little different. Uh, I, I mean, we have railed against the one Jay Lethal being on our TV. I was going to get to that, so let's just do it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, while we're in the ballpark here, uh, I, I was just like, I'm actually with you on this occasion yeah, uh, I because was- I did watch that era of Ring of Honor, him and Jay did have a lot of matches when Jay was champion. And I think he might even beat Lethal for one of the for the championship reign. I was I was kinda out of it with Ring of Honor at that point. So Uh yeah. So A, I think it was a good uh he was a good opponent for Mark, uh from that aspect. And I think they did mention it, uh uh, but also, like, just him, <laughs> you could see how much he was tearing up in the ring. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> before the match. Yeah. And, I, it, like, it was the only time where I'm like, okay, uh, I'm going to let go of the Jay Lethal hate for this week because I'm completely on board for this. Well, I mean, even when he came out, him and Sanjay, Sanjay was trying to keep it together, too. Uh, yeah. And it was like, oh, all right. <laughs> and then, like, after, like, that match was so fun to watch. And it was also such a smart match as well. Uh-oh. Like, there was no goofy garbage. Jay Lethal went for the lethal injection. He hit it, and I'm like, there ain't no way he's losing, is he? <laughs> Which would have been fitting, I guess. I don't know. He yeah. Oh, okay. I loved. I love these. Like, I love when wrestlers do this in matches. I love the end of it. He goes to the J Driller, can't get it, gets reversed, gets out, hits that big clothesline, tries to pin him, doesn't work, picks him up, and hits another one right after it. Then hits the J Driller, and that's it. Like, oh. didn't panic, just got up, beat his ass again, and then. Hit the finisher. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of those things that uh, Mark didn't bust out too much of his uh, patented uh, kung fu. Yeah. But uh, a, a, he is a very good wrestler without that stuff. And he, you know, chooses to play that role, uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, so... Uh, it was pretty interesting. Like it, you don't see him be that serious, but I did kind of always like that about the Briscoes is that they were kind of straightforward and they didn't fuck around much. Yeah, I I wish more wrestlers did that. In general, I can't stand when you go to pin somebody. It's not your finishing move, especially. You don't. It doesn't work. And I remember Steve Austin talking about this on either his podcast or maybe the Broken Skull session. He's like, oh, hit it, didn't work. All right, cool, got up, hit him with another one, hit my finisher, that was it. Or just kept beating on him. 
didn't get mad. One time for Matt being mad. It was time for getting down to business. <laughs> And I, I, I think that's the one of those tropes in wrestling where it's just like it happens so frequently that it's just like, guys, someone's got to catch on that they can't be this mad. Like it, this is like every, it's happening in every match here. Yes, you know, like I, I what? It was only two. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I mean, I guess it's not every match because both companies do have their squash matches at various times. But the the vast majority of matches, there's someone yelling at the ref, and it's just like, but it, it, it yeah, it happens too frequently for uh, you to be, you know, still trying to sell this as something of a sport. Yeah. All right. Do you remember it was a few, probably a year or two ago? Uh, Seth Rollins beat somebody with like the blue thunderbomb suplex off the top rope. Uh, oh. Not blue thunderbomb. Whatever it was. You know, he does the suplex rolls. There's another one. They actually pinned him. Oh, was, the Falcon like, Arrow. Yeah, it's the superplex Falcon Arrow. That's a Falcon Arrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's great. And they've never done it again. Oh. And it's like that adds intrigue to things. Like, oh, he actually hit him. Like, Brian Danielson was the guy who was like, I always wanted to have more than one finisher. Oh. Small package was one of them. I was like, okay. Because I still say small package is the only reliable out of nowhere finish. But. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you, you've got to execute it like uh, him or uh, Xavier Woods. Yes, yeah. yes. Like I, a crucifix, I guess is okay. Uh, yeah, if you have good leverage, uh, I think that that one uh, can work out pretty well. Yeah. Cesaro does a really good one of those. Yeah, or uh, Claudio now, but oh Jesus Christ, sorry, I gotta change the station. <laughs> I have six hundred pound life on right now, so it's Fat Thursday, dude, on TLC. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's just, it's always uh, on. So, anyways. Um, yeah. I think Trading Spaces was the last time I watched TLC, so that dude, will dude, give you. I don't, all this show, all this network is, is fat people, people with addictions, people who hoard, Word. people from another country getting married, people who were supposed to get married didn't get married. Now, life after 90 days, that's all this trash station is it's hot garbage so anyways uh but yeah but i always wondered i wonder people who just tuned into AEW, you know or if or if you're somehow an AEW fan who wasn't aware of ring of honor if you turn this on, and they, they're like talking about Jay Briscoe. I was like, oh, here's his brother, Mark. And you're like, what is that? Mark is a unique-looking individual. <laughs> he just is. Yeah. And he walks kind of funny. He runs really funny. And he's doing all the, the, the yelps and all that stuff. And it's like, I just, I just would have loved to see someone who had never seen him before. Like... <laughs> What is he? <laughs> oh, I, I, I know that it didn't directly have to do with Mark. 
there was a shot early in Dynamite there where I was howling because somebody brought someone else to the wrestling show. And I think it was either a father or something like that had brought a child to the show. The child was just freaking out at the moment, and the the father was completely nonplussed <laughs> with what was going on. I about fell over laughing. <laughs> I Okay, AEW, they go, one, they went to the crowd far too often yesterday when Mark was coming down the ring. It wasn't Edge coming back level bad. It was oh. bad. I still have not forgotten that. But the crowd shots they choose are almost as bad as AAA or Lucha Libre crowd shots. To where the announcers are going crazy, something happens in the ring, and they go to a bunch of people just sitting there. The guy's like, hey, like lifts his beard to the camera. <laughs> That's it. Like the, the like the energy, I don't know. I, like a middle aged dad who's just exhausted. <laughs> like, yep, I'm here. I, I, and I mean, I guess the funny thing about that situation is that I can hear the crowd. Yes. So I know that there are people in there reacting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they pick the people who aren't. I don't get it. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, they, they're notorious for it. WWE, ever since that guy did the bug eyes when The Undertaker lost, or maybe even going back to the, the, the Miz girl after he beat Randy Orton. Oh, uh-huh. They've always tried to capture that. Oh, they are. They hit pay dirt sometimes, but they're a little more selective. I'm not giving them a, a whole lot of Oof. applause, but yeah, they're way better than AEW. They're they're better, but not yeah, not by a lot. Yeah. They're a five to AEW's three, <laughs> so and Lucha Libre's one. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No. So yeah, I, I really liked the match. It was pretty emotional at the end when everyone was out there. You could see Hangman Page trying to keep himself together. Uh, and then it's like Jay Lethal came up. You see Christopher Daniels just came straight down and was like, come here. <laughs> and then everybody else, you see, you could see the Ring of Honor crew like starting to get pretty broken up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I went, that's Ring of Honor. How the hell does AEW exist when those people who are featured players on AEW were in Ring of Honor? Like, Sinclair sucked that much that they couldn't get – they couldn't turn Ring of Honor into this? Seriously? Oh, my God. It it is still, like, I mean, it is definitely a mystery of why Sinclair, like, I don't know why you buy it if you're just going to leave it hanging. You know, like, it was one of those just all-time weird decisions where, 
they didn't outright, you know, cheap them out because there were improvements in the product as the years went along. It was slow and behind everyone else, but it still was there. But they never really put, like, a real investment in them. The time slots that they were on TV were always trash. And it's like, you guys own the network. Why are you putting it on at a shitty time? Yeah. Well, they're always on, like, the regional sports, who was consistently being preempted for high school football replays (laughs) on a Saturday at midnight. Like, who the fuck can see this stuff? How many times my DVR caught, like, Charlotte Christian versus Holy Trinity? And I'm like, <laughs> all right. I guess I'm not watching Ring of Honor again this week. You know? Oh, uh, yeah. Funny. And I did have stuff happen like that in the early DVR days. Yeah. But it, it is just amazing to me. I mean, even even down to like the best friends, they they were there. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's young bucks I were. Roosh was there already? Uh, Roosh had a solid run for you know considering yeah. the time period of Ring of Honor that he was there at. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it is crazy to me the people who were there that were in Ring of Honor, where AEW is on TNT or TBS depending on the day. With a, almost a million viewers a week. And Ring of Honor with the exact same crew couldn't do it. Like, it's, it's, it baffles me how you can be that poorly run. When your company is worth, I just looked it up, as of today, $1.42 billion. You can afford to th- th- throw a few shekels. Oh. To get your product up to snuff. Yeah, they they did not need to. I that was the other thing is that when they did because like they did a lighting upgrade at some point relatively recently, and it's just like guys, this couldn't have cost that. You know, like I'm sure that it wasn't cheap, but it's just like it couldn't have been that expensive. It's not 1.42 billion dollars. No, if you it's, pay, it's a lot lower than a that. lighting rig. You've still got one point four two billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a million dollars, you have one point four one million billion? Is that how that works? No. One point four one nine billion dollars. So you could afford to throw a hundred million dollars at this thing, and you would still have a billion dollars left. Think about that. Yeah, I, yeah, they just and they didn't. Yeah, they didn't do it. Like they and they own. Like I guess now I'm kind of interested. <laughs> this is a, I'm interested enough to type it in for how long that uh, they owned Ring of Honor. Oh yeah, good call. I don't know because the it was kind of a long time. Yeah, I have no clue. Ten years, maybe. Because, because didn't, they, I, didn't uh, they buy it when Jim Cornette was running? I, I um, always forget that they only started in two thousand and two. Yeah, Ring of Honor seems like it has been around since I was in grade school. <laughs> Just like WWE. 
<laughs> that just means we're older. Uh, yeah, I, the, the, there have been several reminders about this that this week that I did not need. Uh, one of them, I'm uh, listening to uh, the normal uh, the Sirius XM Liquid Metal. And uh, Trivium's lead singer comes on and he goes, uh, I was listening to uh, this album back in middle school. Uh, it's uh, the Obsolete album from Fear Factory. And I'm like, <laughs> pretty sure I was like a fourth or fifth year in college at that point. I'm like, motherfucker. Um, so anyway, to get back to Ring of Honor, Sinclair owned them from 2011 to 2022. 11 years, they just, they did barely enough to keep it rolling. Yeah. Like it. All that money. Yeah. Like it's like, why? Yeah. Again, why were you investing in this if you weren't going to invest in this? But, you know, they thought it was worth enough to keep it around, though, for 11, 11 years. Yeah. Huh? Like, yeah. It, 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 yeah, it was like an investment that just sat there and did absolute, you know, the, just the absolute bare minimum to not be a complete waste of time. It's about like your commodity. And we're like, I'll just sit on this. It'll age, it'll age good. That's not how it works with wrestling. You know, your promotions are out of business. So, yeah, what a strange, what a strange way for that to go. But I don't know. That was just a thought. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean Dynamite was good this week. So, you know, it wasn't insulting. Uh, I was that Brian Cage thing. Oh, and that yeah. family therapy stuff. Uh, what was that like? I expected it to be a comedy bit, and it wasn't. Uh, I I felt like they were just going over the same promos that they've done before, Mm -hmm. but with a therapist involved. And the acclaim sitting there in therapy. That's why I thought it was going to be comedy. (laughs) Why would you have family therapy? I mean, I know, I guess they claimed you're adopted sons, whatever. (laughs) Well, right, yuck, yuck. And after a while, like the like the guns were actually making some decent points. <laughs> the, the the problem with any decent point from the gun club, um, I can name uh, uh, on one hand how many wins I've seen them have on actual factual TV. I think it's one. So, I like, I, that's another one where, yeah, if you were insulted by Brian Cage possibly being the number one contender, <laughs> I, why should the ass boys, because, oh, that, I guess, yeah, the one win was over FTR, which is still one of the more bizarre, That that's another just bizarre story that I feel like needs to be told about AEW's early existence here. I don't know how you go from celebrated free agents to, hey, fine, go back to WWE status, but... 
here well, we are. Well, uh, Dax Hardwood has his podcast now. He actually does talk about some of that stuff. So, yeah, oh. it seems like they're on the way out, but it's like, because the way he talks on the show is very open. And it's like, I don't know if you should be doing that because if you come back, but whatever. <laughs> if, he, if he sees that he's only speaking the truth, his own truth, then that's not bad. So, but, you know, whatever. But yeah, you're right. And there's a bunch of guys. I would love to know what happened, like the real story with Miro in the AW. <laughs> there's, apparently he didn't want to job out because he's right. And they haven't used him since. And it's like, what's going on? Like, why? But, yeah, but I, I did like the show. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I was, uh, I was okay. <laughs> I liked how uh, they tried to play off uh, Chris Jericho's early entrance <laughs> to start the show. What did they say? Uh, well, Chris Jericho was, like, already coming out before almost the opening credits were done. True. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, you know, Chris Jericho doesn't care about timing. And I'm just like, nah, someone fucked up in the back is what you're telling me right now. <laughs> so someone hit the music a bit too early. <laughs> So I was going out of my mind during part of this match. And it's like one of the things I hate about AEW matches. So Ricky Starks gets up there, who I who I like. He gets up and is doing the Undertaker walk on the ropes. And Jericho's just holding him in place. And you can clearly see him holding him in place, like looking up at him to make sure to see what he's doing. Yeah. And Starks like posing and doing all this. I'm like... I fucking hate this. It's so idiotic. And then out of nowhere comes Sammy Guevara and smashes him. And I'm like, oh, he was setting him up the whole time. Like, <laughs> that's much better. Like, okay. So, no, I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. And then I I thought it was cool Sammy beat Action Andretti. And that crowd was pissed, like legit not happy. So, hey, job, mission accomplished, man. Uh, I was uh, honestly shocked by the amount of booing on this week's uh, Dynamite. They just don't like Sammy Guevara for that one. Well, they booed uh, MJF pretty well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone seems to have turned on the Tony Storm-Soraya combo. Yeah, yes. Uh, which is okay. That I, I'm like, they're actually kind of interesting now, <laughs> mm-hmm. because uh, yeah, two out of touch people. Uh, I, I I think works a little bit better for everyone involved currently. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was, I'm trying like, to think that, that I, was built around. I feel like there was another one where I'm like, "Oh, we're getting some good, uh, good booze here." Because uh, yeah, it wasn't the next match as much as I enjoyed uh, Darby Allen and Buddy Matthews. Uh, Always do. Any Darby Allen match I watch, and I'm like, "This is good." <laughs> it's it's believable as much as his stuff can be kind of goofy. When he gets into it, <laughs> I mean, it's like he's gonna die. <laughs> I don't mean that in a good way either. Like, come on, man. Just don't die, please. 
on the show then? Yeah, well, there's the hook. Ethan Page and Matt Hardy? Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's just really impossible to take Ethan Page seriously. That man can cut uh, as many money promos as he wants to. When yeah, you, like, why would I believe he, he's going to win a match the way he's been yeah, utilized? Yeah, when when you keep on taking L's like this and you get just a rare rare victory leading into another L. I, yeah. Keep on cutting those promos, pal. Like, maybe it'll work out at some point, I guess. And I, like it's not even like I'm... I'm not really mad at him, but it's just like, I, yeah, it's hard to take someone seriously when they consistently lose. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, look at WWE. It's what they do to their people, too. So, uh, oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, AEW is definitely not the only people that, <laughs> that do this. Yeah. But, yeah, but I, I, as far as the rest, I like the show. It was built around the, it was built around the end. And they had oh. delivered. Yeah. It was sweet. Uh, Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman are really good. I know people aren't going to like me saying that. No. Oh, Man, I, I really enjoyed them listening to the commentary on this. Uh, yeah, I really like both of them. I like them in Ring of Honor. I like them better because I feel like Riccoboni had two different uh, co-hosts and uh, when it wasn't Caprice Coleman, it was uh, not Colt as good. Cabana? Huh? Was it Colt Cabana? Might have been Colt. Yeah. I just think um, Caprice brought a different uh, viewpoint, and him and Colt, I think, agreed a little too frequently. So it was nice having, like, you know, yeah, just a different perspective uh, out of Caprice. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I. I know, it's not being an ROH aficionado at the end, I know Rick and Bonnie got a lot of hate. Uh-oh. And I can see it because I guess it's like anybody else's voice that you're not used to, it grates you. And when I first heard him, I'm like, I can't listen to this guy. Oh. But as it's gone on, it's like, oh, all right, it's just part of the norm. And. Yeah. Now I can listen to what he's saying. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of uh, Ian Riccoboni Stan, as the kids might say. So <laughs> what does Stan mean? Uh, stalker fan. Oh, uh, that's my grandfather and uncle's name. So I was like, uh, okay. So yep. <laughs> so right. uh, well, we did. Uh, where did uh, oh met him at all out was staying in the same hotel as us. Oh, nice. Um, a, I guess at that point I'd already liked his work any, anywho, but, uh, he was super, uh, super cool. So, um, it's always so nice when that happens. <laughs> it really is. It, yeah. I mean, he was just, he took some time out to talk to us and he was just there with his family hanging out and yeah, cool, cool dude. Oh, um, he's there with his family. Damn. That is really nice. of <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I guess I've never, I can understand, uh, maybe why some people would find him grating, but I've always enjoyed that. He just has to me, 
a, a genuine enthusiasm for wrestling that not a lot of the announcers, you know, I don't know if they try to intentionally tamp that down to sound more sport sporty, I guess, as far as their announcing goes, and a little more uh, even keeled, but I always like that about uh, about Ian there on that front. So, yeah, I just thought it, he's also really good uh, so far on the Jay Briscoe uh, show, pointing out like different things. Caprice really complimented him really well too. So, you know, it's it's kind of refreshing because they don't have to like promote anything; they just get oh. to call stuff. Oh. You know, like poor poor Excalibur, I think could be much better oh. if they weren't throwing so much at him. You know, and yeah, they're like Taz doesn't do any. Taz does nothing except for Keller. Tony does not. Well, Tony does everything, nothing. so you can't count on him to do any of the ad reads or anything like that. So it's just like, hey, Excalibur, you get to do play by play and all the ad reads, and it's just like Jesus. And everyone just sits there and just like, you out of breath yet there, over there? It's just like, well, fuckers, you can help. You know? Tony, you could do anything. Maybe pull your weight around here. Well, no, I mean, I think, well, to me, the problem with Tony Schiavone is he's he's in ring, he's backstage, he's at the announce desk, and it's just like, what is this guy... I don't know why. I guess I like more of a defined role than being yes. all all over the place. Yeah, because on yeah, because on Nitro, and I, this will probably piss people off when he was his most famous on Nitro. <laughs> Tony Schiavone didn't do anything else but do play by play. Oh, Mean Gene Okerlund handled everything else. It was Tony and Bobby. And then Tony, Bobby, and Mongo. But it was always Tony. Until later on, it became what Scott Hudson and Mark Madden or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, there's all kinds of wild stuff. <laughs> all kinds of wild stuff happening at that point. So, but, uh, yeah, but that, that's it for AW. Another solid show. Uh, yeah, no, there wasn't anything too, uh, too groundbreaking, uh, this week or too, uh, too big. He was, uh, that was something. (laughs) I mean, I want to talk about Royal Rumble possibilities, but it's like NXT could almost have been a separate show this week. Like, I honestly wanted to, uh, I got some news alert about a legit fight at the NXT training center. <laughs> that fight was awesome. I watched that for roughly 10 seconds and I'm like, this is a work. Like, yeah. who the fuck made this headline? Like, I would have watched it if it you just would have said that there's fake footage of a fight at the end, you know, like work footage. Like that's that's all I needed to know, and it was fun work footage. And I'll give you this: Breaker takes his ass down, starts throwing punches. Waller reverses it; he starts throwing punches. And I'm like, these guys are great. 
that looked like a real fight. I mean, outside oh. of the dummies, like, oh, whatever. And enormous smileys there. And you're like, oh, all right. <laughs> so it was clearly put out, but they were making it look as real as they could. Without, like, knocking each other out, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah, they did a really great job with that. Yeah, I, I actually enjoyed that. And then you start seeing the super cuts of everyone who's training, and I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. I mean, I give them credit for trying. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, like, it worked a little bit better for me. The online one that I watched was just from one camera view, rather than the super cuts version that they put on TV. And it, I yeah, I liked it better being from a single camera view. Yeah. It got a little yeah. delayed. Just like anything else with the WWE, it's just like, guys, stop with the fucking camera cuts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Christ. Even you're purposely editing videos, like a Rammstein video, <laughs> you can't see any, any one clip of action for more than one second. Yes, like, come on. Have you ever seen Rammstein live in Paris? Uh, no. Don't. Just listen. <laughs> You'll get a headache. <laughs> I. They're like, renowned director of so-and-so. And I was like, well, your editor fucking sucks. So as a director, that's directly on you. I don't need to see every member of the band in seven-second bursts, you know? Uh, oh God! I I turned to her. I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. Like, I can't watch this. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, uh, supercuts version uh, not as good as just uh, yeah no, the, no. the the one version there. But yeah, I mean, I they've gone from me just buying a ticket because it's NXT to me legitimately wanting to go to this show. I can't wait to go to the show now. I mean, yeah. Look at look at what I'm getting now. I was like, hell yes! I'm glad I decided to do this. I mean, because you got well Waller and yep Breaker Cage. Yep. The tag team match, which was what pretty deadly, New Day. Uh oh no, Gallus. Yeah, Gallus is in it. And then the group of, well, Schism. Schism, uh, Inofe, and the other guy. Oh, and Blade. The one that got, the, 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 there's like two other teams. Who the hell are the other ones? Briggs and uh, Jensen. Sorry. And then, oh, uh, Chase U. Oh, and I, I was like, if Chase U's in this, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind during this match. <laughs> I'm going to have Chase U and uh, Pretty Deadly in the same match together. Hell yes. <laughs> That's guaranteed to be good. So, and, and of course, I'm not discounting New Day, obviously. But, you know, oh. they're the veterans. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, they're, kind of, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing right yeah. now. Like... Yeah, they're getting much better use out of them on TV in NXT than they would be on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't mind. Like, they're there every week, even though they're not really there. They're in Australia right now. 
but they're there every week. They don't feel like, hey, we just took the belts and went somewhere else. Uh, you know? <laughs> then we went back to SmackDown just full time. Yeah. They're like, ha yeah, we got your belts now. It's like, no, like, whatever. But, um, like, oh, Mellow, Mellow and Cruz, two out of three falls? Sure, I'll take that. That'd be great. <laughs> um, yep, yep, that's it. The that's, women's match. That's a nice one. Which, okay, did that fool you at all that they were actually in cahoots? Uh, uh, no, not really. That, and honestly, I kind of hope that they play it off for Roxanne as a youthful, uh, nativity because her just sitting there really just popcorning it up. It's just like, you don't see this coming, huh, dummy? Yeah. Now, so that, yeah, there was definitely a point in this. I'm like, all right, this is all put on. But we finally got to hear Gigi Dolan talk. Uh-oh. And that kind of made me go, wait a minute, did they just seriously break up out of the blue like this? Because she was excellent. And, yes, I'm biased. But <laughs> as a non-biased opinion, she was awesome in this. There was real fire, real like, uh, like meaning in her words, in her actions, the way she looked. No. It didn't seem like anyone wrote that. It was like she was actually like, telling this bitch off. <laughs> and then Jane, and then JC, she's okay, but it just always seems put on with her. So, uh, oh, and, you know, as soon as they stood up. I was like, oh, okay, here it comes. So I was like, all right. So. Yeah, I do like J.C. Jane's hat collection. It is uh, quite excellent. So that's what we're taking away from the segment, huh? Yep. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm no, with no. you, though. Uh, no, no, I don't think you are. Yeah, I am. Because, well, no, Gigi is the only one. Well, A, I was kind of glad that Roxanne got her ass kicked, you know? She was being way too popcorny about, oh, ha, 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 look at my opponents fighting each other. And it's just like, uh, maybe you should still be at least a little bit concerned with the situation. You're still in a handicap match, essentially. Like and Booker T was kind of egging it on too, though. Like, do you oh. believe these two dummies? He's like, yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> yes, he was not helping it by no. uh, hamming the situation up. Um, it, but Gigi hasn't gotten to talk that much. She's no. almost yeah. been the silent partner. Like they've given her a line or two. And that's been about it. So it was nice to finally hear her cut a promo. Like even she got the a little bit of that backstage moment too. With I, the more and more I see her, like uh, the more and more I like that uh, Megan Morant and the way she handles her backstage business. Oh yeah, I like her a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Like as much as the woman on SmackDown whose name is escaping me. Um, as good as she is as the ring announcer. Oh yeah, that's not Mackenzie. Uh, no, uh, Samantha. Uh, yeah, Samantha Irvin. Yes, that's it. As good yeah. as Samantha Irvin is as ring introductions, 
this one's just as good as the backstage stuff. Like, not quite like Mean Gene Snark. Oh. But she's also not afraid to just call him out. <laughs> right. Well, that doesn't make any sense. It's like Mean Gene would be like, sir, that does, sir, your logic is not correct in this. Or something like that. Like, she's just direct. And it's refreshing. Yeah. Instead of having them go, thank you for your time, and then smile as they walk away. Yeah, so or way, somewhere or, in this world right now, or, Renee or, Gonzalez is practicing smiling. Or they, the the announcers have to feign being being not annoyed, and she just clearly gets annoyed with certain yeah. re- recurring guests. Like uh, she has no time for this nonsense. <laughs> yes, I had you here answer the question. Like it started with that big body Javi guy, <laughs> and it's really just taken off to everyone now. Uh, yeah, she has some type of rapport with just about everyone on the roster, and it's a different. It kind of, I, I that's what I like about her is that she kind of adapts her personality to whatever mm-hmm. the segment needs. Yeah, because if it's a face or something, like a good guy, whatever, she's all aboard. But the second it's like some some like some, they do even if they're bad, good guys say something stupid, she calls them. So it's it's refreshing, refreshing. That's easiest way about it so oh yeah oh i was trying to think what else what happened oh. actually but oh oh there's a women's tag team title match with those two versus the other two uh, uh the, the, well this was another one where there was a lot of ladies involved again their division is overflowing with people the women's division because one down now, unfortunately. Uh, oh, that sucks. A, she has not had a whole lot of luck. Is it the same knee? I am not sure. Uh, one way or the other, Nikita Lyons has definitely been hit by an injury bug a couple of times, and that is not helping her uh, helping her out at all. No, and that woman is money too, by the way. Uh, I'm sure that's not exactly a. You know, shocking statement. But, yeah, you're really reaching out yeah. for, on, on a limb for that one. Well, can you say that about most of the rest of them? Uh, Especially like Gigi Dolan, she's different, so maybe after that promo, I'd like to see her talk more. Uh-oh. But you got Nikita. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm not being mean. You're not really going with, uh, you're not uh, rocking Roxanne the whole way up to the main roster? No, not yet, no. Like, for star power, Roxy, or, sorry, Roxanne Perez yeah. is going to be fine. Yeah. But for star <clears throat> power, and it's, it's always that test. You're walking through an airport. You're going to see Nikita Lyons. You're like, who's that? You're going to see, you know, Roxanne, rock, walk on by. So, right. as much as Vince McMahon, you know, everyone's, we've all turned on him, he's right in that aspect. Yeah, you, like, stars look, like, stars stand out. Uh, yes. So, and Nikita Lyons definitely does that. Maybe Tiffany Stratton. I forgot about her. Well, yeah, and she was another one. It was her and uh, Indy Hartwell. Because. Uh, mm-hmm. stuck doing nothing. She's there. 
Yeah, she's stuck uh, being mostly a stepping stone, though they, you know, really just concluded a storyline with her where she's not a stepping stone. So it's weird that she's going back to being a stepping stone. Yeah, I wonder if, if maybe that's it for her eventually. And, you know, because like, it looks like Gargano was back on Raw so with Dexter, so maybe they'll pull him up, pull her up, and reunite oh. them all. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't hurt. Because I, I, it's not exactly like Gargano has been... Injury aside, he hasn't really been burning up the main roster. No, no, not at all. So and it's like it's so it's so gluttoned down, but we're getting to the point where we talked about. Oh, as long as Vince doesn't come in and just say, "Well, I'm gonna take over again," after WrestleMania, I still think it's what's gonna happen. Is when we're gonna see the big stuff start happening. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, when, when when the big old uh, reset button gets plunged, just about every year, anyway. Yeah, and I think it's, I think it'd be fresh, and we could have all new champions, new stuff all over the place. I mean, do you have any idea who's going to win the Royal Rumble this year? Uh, if it's not Cody, I don't know who it is. What about Sammy? That's the other big name. I mean, I mean that serious. Yeah. That storyline. That's the most compelling storyline they've had in years. It's, it's the maybe o- since Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it's the only one that would make sense and still. Uh, I, I still wouldn't expect a championship change. And it also does seem to smack of, uh, and this is uh, definitely something Chris has been harping on, uh, elimination chambers in Montreal this year. I know. And... It, it, it would be interesting if they decided to bypass uh, Montreal for WrestleMania for Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. It I mean, would I, be like interesting. Brian Alvarez had his plan because it does. Like to me, it still seems like it should be. It should be Cody because that's why he brought him in. I mean, you gave him that promo. That's what he wants to do. He wants to win the title. It was supposed to be SummerSlam. He got hurt, so it couldn't have been. But yeah, the Sami Zayn thing. That 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 is where there are some parallels with, it. I, but again, I guess my problem is I just really don't feel like they've done enough to sell me that Sami Zayn's going to be the guy to upset Roman Reigns. Like they have more than enough material to, you know, get it to WrestleMania. Yeah. With well, what's happened. The thing was, you know, they like somehow Sami and. Roman are going to face off. And Jay costs Sammy the match on purpose. And then they all beat him down. Kevin comes and makes a save. So then you could have Roman versus Cody and, you know, Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos. But his big thing was that the heat's got to be on Jay to make the people want to see Sammy get revenge on Jay. Jay and John, I guess. Or Jay and Jimmy. 
Yeah. And I'm like, that makes, that sort of makes sense. But it just, whether they wanted it to or not, it just seems natural that Sammy and Roman would be the, would be the match. By accident, they put themselves, without creatively getting around it, you know, the whole thing's led up to this. And Sammy, like, is, everything he's done seems genuine, unless there's some master plan. Because Paul Heyman correctly did bring up conspiracy stuff. Oh. Which got dropped when all this started. So, maybe this was, you know, they can include that in it. See, I've exposed a grand conspiracy, and now I'm going to beat Roman now or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know? So. That would be pretty funny if they decide to go back to that. But, I mean, my my thing is still, I think this, this happens. Sammy's been having the long hair and the long beard forever. I think it's like an act of humiliation. They shave it all off. And he goes back to the old Sami Zayn look with the old Sami Zayn music. No. Like the signal he's the good guy again because everyone loves him. <laughs> so uh, it's like, all right, I have to get away from that, go back to what I was, and then that's how he can beat Roman. Or that's how him and Kevin get back together. Even though they constantly are getting, you know, together and apart again because Kevin keeps turning on him. So. <laughs> Which is a weird thing to try and reconcile with somebody who's consistently stabbing you in the back. <laughs> We're just going to gloss over that real quick. Uh, well, they haven't completely glossed over it, but I do think they've done uh, enough job of trying to uh, side justify that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they have mentioned it for sure, which is nice because usually they don't. So, but no, that's why I'm vastly intrigued. For Saturday, like, I'll actually be no. watching it live. I'm, nothing else going on Saturday. So. Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, I, I I will definitely be late to the late to the pay per view uh, because of uh, other things on the docket. I should be home in more than enough time, though. I'm assuming that the the men's is going to close the show. The the women's just. I don't know if there's anyone they can bring in that is going to be enough uh, enough name recognition for to to bump it into the main event. Yeah. Now, well, apparently Ronda Rousey's not going to be in it. So that was kind of weird. I, um, I I guess I am not surprised now because the yeah this is another one that Chris and I talked about like she lost that championship to Charlotte and just has disappeared. Yeah, again. Like, yeah, it's not like, oh, she's going to be back for her championship rematch or anything like that. Like, just absolute sign. Like, even Charlotte doesn't really bring her up in promos now. Like, she did for a couple of weeks after the championship win. But the last, like, two to three weeks since then, just, yeah, even she's not saying anything. Weird. So yeah, well, not surprised. She an interview where she said, "Well, I wouldn't mind going after the tag titles. They like, put her and Shayna together and have her go after the tag titles. I, fine. Yeah, 
I'd but, I'd be down with that. Yeah, it gives something for. I mean, Shayna's kind of in a weird spot too, where she's been used so much as a stepping stone. It's like how you know you need some wins to not be a stepping stone all the time. You know, and she really has not gotten those. So, uh, going to a tag team, I think, would uh, mostly be a good thing. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Ba- a badass women's team, and I still I still wish they'd just get rid of the NXT ones. Uh-oh. And just have them traveling champions. I thought that was so cool when they did that. <laughs> yeah, because that's still something that... <sighs> It's just got to be hard to do. Like, even with the glut of women that are in NXT's uh, division, to have enough teams to have viable tag teams is not an easy task. Cause, I mean, they keep on talking about the numbers with... Uh, I still want to call her Casey Catanzaro, but Katana Chance and... Uh, Katana Chance. Uh, and, uh, what's, and I always want to call her, uh, Caden Carter. Carter. So, um, you know, like they've almost had to be like, oh, we're offended by what you're saying. We're going to beat you now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, huh? Like your title reign has been weird. Like they've had the championships kind of a while now, but it's also been predicated on mostly like kind of challenging other people after they've been disrespected by them. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are the champions throwing down all of these challenges? Like, why isn't there, like, an actual challenger stepping up to them since they are, you know, the champions? Yeah. Oh, that, that, like, real quick, that was one match I'm surprised that's happening next week is Indusheer versus the Creeds instead of at the pay-per-view. Like, do they not trust, trust Veer to get there? <laughs> I I guess the only thing I think is that they don't uh, I, those shows are still pretty tight on the two and a half hour time limit yeah true and that just might be one that is uh, cut due to time yeah so it's gonna suck not seeing the creeds but eh, whatever so anyways back to my rumble sorry <laughs> I, I just remember that for some reason I did that yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, but like so the women's the women's match, they were talking about Liv Morgan winning, and I was like, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> I don't buy Liv Morgan at all in this character, at all. Uh, I've kind of liked the psycho gimmick a little bit better. Uh, they've really cooled her off, though, again. Like, she's kind of been almost nowhere to be seen the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, well, Raquel beat her ass clean. Oh, well, and yeah, that doesn't help either. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm, like, all right, so she's supposed to be this badass and just gets beaten? Like, wait, what? So, but, I mean, rightfully so, they should be pushing Raquel, because she is, she's a monster. Uh, oh. I mean, it's she been, should be beating people's asses. She should have been the entire time. Yeah, it's so, been pretty surprising that she hasn't gotten more of a push, honestly. Yes. Like, yeah. just especially on SmackDown, where... Uh, oh, 
I, you know, I kind of forget that she did have that injury, which was probably the main thing that has hampered her. Oh, true. In a time where Ronda Rousey really did not have uh, any opponents in her championship run. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully it works out for her, but I could see her winning the... I could see her winning the women's part and going after Charlotte. Uh, oh. Um, Liv Morgan, though, I just... I just don't see it. I don't see the appeal. I just, I don't know. I liked when she was the plucky underdog, but like this sadist or whatever version, I'm like, sure. (laughs) I don't know. It rings hollow. Uh, It's kind of like, I think that's one of those ones where it's a little too limiting for what uh, a viable character can bring to the table. Yeah, so I, that that's kind of my biggest thing on that. Like, I, I guess I'm okay-ish with it, but uh, yeah, it kind of pigeonholes you into kind of having quote unquote extreme matches, and that I mean we've discussed it a lot where it gets a little bit tired at some juncture. Yes, you know where it's just like, God, they're they're having another one of those matches, and it's just like, yeah, live. We can't live and die on the the death match here. So, uh, yeah, I don't, she would be kind of a weird pick, I think, uh, just because, I mean, and they did not exactly give her a great run as champion either. No. <clears throat> Fluke wins over uh, Ronda. Ronda Rousey, and it's getting her ass beat by Ronda Rousey to lose it back. <laughs> it didn't really do her a whole lot. Yeah, she had a handful of wins in between uh, those, but... It still wasn't really enough to, yeah, tell that they were treating her, her as a second-tier champion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just, this is just a little story for right now until we give Ronda the title back. And that's exactly what happened. Yep. So, but yeah, but when, when it comes to the Women's Rumble, I, I fully expect Rhea to be the one that wins. Oh. Yeah, so, she Unless was... there's some gigantic surprise we don't know about. Yeah, I, she seems like a good odds-on favorite. <clears throat> They've definitely um, laid some seeds about her and Bianca having problems. Bianca has pretty much cleared the way for everyone else. They've almost been given Rhea a, a, a men's push more more than a women's push recently. Like all the parts seem to fit together for her to win the rumble. Yeah, and I think that I think that's pretty sweet because when she joined Judgment Day, we both agreed that thing did not take off well. And to see how far it's come now, where everyone's got a clearly defined, entertaining and like uh, not star making, but it's allowed them to be free creatively. Yeah, they're not standing there talking about how dumb the crowd is. They're not sitting there. I'm here for massive destruction and eradication. Like, uh, uh, are you? I don't see any weapons. I'm here for my brand of uh, podcasting justice, sir. (laughs) All right, Dijak, calm your shit. (laughs) 
So, uh, so I, I definitely could see that in the cards, and that'd be fine. Um, yeah. It would give Judgment Day also something else. And you could have her beat Bianca clean, not clean, excuse me, you know, with interference from Dominic. Uh-oh. So, oh, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> he's not winning the rubble, but it'd be hilarious. Um, did you see the training video of him and Rhea Ripley? For the rumble? No. It's really good. It's only like a minute long. She's just beating his ass the whole time. So he gets on the second rope. She goes, why would you want to be on the ropes in the Royal Rumble? It makes it easy for, the, for you to get thrown out. He goes, I'm sorry, Mommy. He goes, get down. Yes, Mommy. Yes, Mommy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then she's got him tied up over the ropes. And she goes, so make sure you're very, ready where, where the ropes are. You have, to, you have to maintain and hold the ropes. She goes, okay, Mommy. Mommy, can you put me down now, Mommy? <laughs> oh, my God. Because remember, he's supposed to be a prison heart prison thug now. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, real quick, that match with the Usos, I was on the edge of my seat every single near fall. That's uh, my text as you go, this match was great. Uh, oh. Yeah, I mean, they really, uh, they did a great job with the match and with the overall Sami Zayn storytelling in that yeah. one. But it really was, like, every time, like, no way. No way. Oh, no, no, they're not going to do this. Oh, okay. Well, uh, oh, okay, there's the end. Thank God. Like, just to see the Usos lose their title reign to Dominic Mysterio, <laughs> the, the prison thug. So it's kind of funny, but really? So. Yeah, I was ready to be in tears if that happened. Just just because I, I think I had mentioned it the week before to Chris where they had specifically mentioned that that was for the Raw Tag Team Championships. And I'm yes. like, did they do this for a reason? So there was, I think that comment really planted a seed in me to buy those near falls more. See, I, I did not catch that it was the raw thing. Mine was more so, are they really going to give Dominic Mysterio <laughs> the tag team championships? Like, yeah, we're they, just fucking around at this point, right? Like, they, I know. mean, they did once already. Well, yeah, yes, but that was... Then they lost them to the Usos. That was funny when they said that. Oh, yeah. The Usos are the ones that beat them and haven't lost them since. Like, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> but, yeah, so... But the men's rumble, to me, totally up in the air. And I know it seems like it should be Cody. There's Sammy. Oh. There's rumors of Austin coming back, who is very conspicuous by his absence Monday. Uh, yeah, that's one where I guess I would have preferred to know that he was going to be there. Uh, you know, hey, if you want to play it as a surprise, have at it. You know, I'm, I'm not going to argue too much with that with that premise. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a real limited amount of people uh, on the men's side that uh, that can win this thing. Like, I think the women's field is has generally been more wide open. 
Yeah, because I mean, well, they don't book for the women either. No. You know? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. We have women on the card. So. <laughs> Who hasn't challenged for the championship recently? Okay, great. You're winning, uh, the, you're winning the Women's Royal Rumble. It's funny because I was about to say Shotzi, and I was like, oh, no, no, no. She did. I totally forgot about that. What, she had a championship opportunity? Yeah, against, yeah. against Ron. Would you stop saying that? <laughs> championship match? Yes. <laughs> WWE bullshit vernacular. <laughs> you have an opportunity at the title during your match. Shut it. Just shut it. <laughs> yeah, remember it was at uh, one of the pay per views. So, yeah, it was uh, after yeah. that. And then, uh. No, that wasn't the one where Charlotte showed up. What the hell was it? Survivor Series? Yeah, it was her and Shotzi Survivor Series. Uh, oh. I believe. It was, it was good, but I guess the time got cut. So they couldn't do a bunch of the stuff. So Ronda was like apologetic about it, and Shotzi's like, "Don't worry about it." Uh, oh yeah. So, she knew. She knows what the deal is. And I'm not even sure how long we've been going, but long enough that we can stop anytime we want to. Okay, so I don't even know what else is on the Royal Rumble card except for the pitch black match, and I really hope it's not going to be the whole arena's dark. And there's just them fighting in a spotlight. Because that's what it kind of seemed like it's going to be. The spotlight has to follow them everywhere. So then they can do a bunch of spooky shit. Uh, like Bray's first match back can't be a bad one. <laughs> and it just seems like it's going to be. So my pitch for this match is they just start throwing bottles of pitch black Mountain Dew at each other. <laughs> You get to use them as weapons. You can do whatever you want. It's a regular match, but you get to beat each other with cans, two liters, singles. They're all over the place. <laughs> all you different sizes. In their eyes, just something. Anything but a goofy gimmick match. <sighs> Anything. But I think that's what we're gonna get, anyways. Uh, oh yeah, we're getting, we're definitely getting a goofy gimmick match. I don't know about a spotlight. Uh, who knows? Uh, they could depend upon uh, all of the fireflies in the arena to uh, to light things. Oh shit! I didn't think of that. Nice call. Yeah. Well, it's only LA night, but yeah. So <laughs> dummy. Uh, wow. <laughs> You made me think of something. You made me think of something actually worse than the spotlight. <laughs> at least the fu- like, at least the cell phones would give it some ambiance, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Still. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a lot. It would be a lot. Yeah, and I don't think it's necessary for his first match back. Just have him go out, show this new Bray Wyatt beats his ass and then you can like use supernatural shit later but yeah we'll see we're not getting that part at least yeah so yeah I don't really know anything else that's on the card uh I mean the card's half decent cause there's uh what uh Bianca and Alexa oh, okay I missed that okay yep yeah, cause well and I mean it is the rumble where we have 
two matches that take up roughly two hours of a three hour card. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the, the match count is always pretty low, but yeah. So what we have, uh, yeah. Roman against Kevin Owens, uh, Bianca and I just said it and I'm Alexa bliss. Uh, what else? I'm trying to do it without looking it up, but oh, I feel... Oh, Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley, right? Uh, no, because that was this week and Brock... Oh, that's right, Brock cost the match. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah. So no Intercontinental, no U.S., no tag titles. One women's match. Yeah, because I, yeah, I was I think thinking that they had done okay... Uh, for hyping up the the singles matches earlier this week. Oh yeah, yeah, it's just the three matches. All right. Well, I think that was like that last year too. But that Roman South one was really good last year. I I, I, I guess I did maybe expect a fourth match on the card, but three makes sense. Like when you only have an hour and. Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens is probably doing 20 minutes, and I'd imagine the pitch black match is going to get a decent chunk of time, as should Bianca and Alexa. Like, I think those are at least in the 15-minute mark area matches. There's your other hour, you know, there's, there's your third hour, just no problems. With two hour-long matches. Yeah, so. it's intriguing, because I'm guessing Edge is going to come back. Oh. You're going to have your celebrity stuff or some goofy thing you're not expecting. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm actually legit looking forward to this one this year. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, because everything is wide open, it's kind of interesting. Yes. So, uh, yeah, even though I think Cody is the favorite, like, they they can go a number of uh, number of ways with a uh, with the men's should they uh, want to. Well, I guess we'll we'll see uh, Saturday. So, and I still am digging these Saturday pay per views too. It's much <laughs> better than Sunday. Yes, it is. Uh, so, uh, any bell time beer on your end, sir? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, someone, I got a package from Columbus, Ohio. Um, I had. <laughs> Tillhammer Brewing Company, 38-minute abs. Uh, West Coast-style IPA, 6.5%. Oh, ill-mannered? Ill-mannered. I just caught that. Ill-mannered. Jesus Christ. I've only had one, by the way. Um, (laughs) Ill-mannered. Really cool can. For you comic fans, it is a recreation of a Hulk cover. And it's a hop... Basically, what should be the, uh, the where, what thirty eight minute is the incredible abs is Hulk, and you've got the hop holding up the A and the S of the abs, which would be the Hulk holding the H and K. I can't remember what cover that is, but it's a famous one. Oh, so, okay. Did not I catch guess, that myself. Yes. So I have a lot of useless shit in this head. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm not kidding. I have no idea who Secretary of State is. Do you? No. Oh. I haven't, I, I, I haven't had time to worry about Who's that. Who's the vice president? 
Oh, Bruce. Kamala Harris, right? Yeah. That's right. I can't yeah. forget that. Yeah. He's definitely the greatest wrestlers of all time. A better actor than Kate Blanchett as well. So, <laughs> I will challenge anybody on that. <laughs> Give me one actor that's a better actor than any wrestler. It's impossible. Uh, already said, you have to take him out of the conversation. Fair enough. Uh, <clears throat> up on uh, the north side of the Stunt Granny podcast, uh, Grist House Brewing, Tentacle Horizon, Hazy IPA. Uh, these guys know how to make a mean uh, Hazy IPA. Uh, this is, uh, my week of clearing out the fridge of beers that I forgot were in my closet. Uh, so not completely sure if I bought this one for myself, if my brother bought it for me. Uh, it is, uh, sorely disappointing that their distribution center is no longer approximately a 10, dri- 10 minute drive from his house. So. I might be seeing a little less Grist House beer in my future, which is uh, is disappointing. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that is uh, my bell time beer. Uh, I'm at DeFrango11. That was uh, Granny Mays. The brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at any number of locations, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or Google. Have a good night, grandkids. Hey, gang.